Welcome to Blaze and Access, connecting the community to the disabled world. I'm Blaze Bryant. Facebook.com slash Blaze and Shows. That's B-L-A-I-S-I-N Shows. Same with Twitter. And my website, BlazinShows.com. Hope all is well and that you've had a great week as we have a big show for you. The American Association of People with Disabilities had their 2021 awards gala last week. And let's hear from some of the award recipients. An important note is there is audio description in the video I was able to grab from a narrator so that this translates well to a podcast. Good evening and welcome. I'm Jonathan Capehart, your MC for tonight's AAPD Leadership Awards Gala. To say that we have a blockbuster lineup this evening would be an understatement. I can tell you that you are in for an evening of fun, celebration, and commitment to all that's left to achieve to fulfill the hope and promise of the ADA that was passed more than 30 years ago. It's an honor to share tonight's platform with AAPD's awardees and special guests, including tonight's Image Awardee, Jane Pauley, who served as an inspiration to me when I was a kid who dreamed of being on television to discuss and share the news of the day. To give you a sense of how powerful tonight will be, let me just share a few facts about some of the guests who will be joining us. They include an Academy Award nominated and Golden Globe winning actor, three members of the United States House of Representatives, a United States Senator, CEOs from leading corporate partners on disability rights, legendary activists in the disability community, emerging leaders in the disability community, and from someone who changed the course of American politics through her activism and leadership in Georgia. I'll be back with you in a bit after the first half of our program concludes, but do yourself a favor and grab anything and everything you need now as you won't want to step away from the screen this evening. To start us off tonight, we'll hear from a longtime ally of this community who was one of the co-sponsors of the ADA and helped usher the transformative bill into law. A former United States Senator from the great state of Delaware, a former vice president in the Obama administration, and now he's the 46th president of the United States. Please welcome President Joseph R. Biden. Seated at a desk. Hey, Jonathan, thank you very much. And congratulations to all of tonight's honorees. In my inaugural address, I said the American story depends not on any one of us, not on some of us, but on all of us, all of us. As a nation, we've made significant progress in securing civil rights for Americans with disabilities. I was really proud to co-sponsor the 1990 Americans with Disabilities Act. And I know tonight you're celebrating several of the people who have continued to push that progress forward. But we recognize that too many people still face systemic barriers to freedom and equality. One of the most powerful lines in the documentary, Crip Camp, was when the film's co-director observes, I had to fit into this world that wasn't built for me. You know, we want the world to be built for everyone. That's why in keeping with my campaign promise, I appointed the first ever White House policy advisor focused solely on disability policy. Kimberly Knoxted is now serving as my domestic policy counsel as the inaugural disability policy director. To build this world for everyone, 
I signed an executive order to start removing the barriers that keep people with disabilities from voting and to establish a whole-of-government approach to advance equality for underserved groups, including people with disabilities. Across my administration, we're committed to building access, equity, and inclusion into all of our policies. In the American Rescue Plan, we were able to include direct support for schools to better serve students with disabilities. In the American Jobs Plan, I proposed a $400 billion to expand access to home and community-based care for aging relatives and people with disabilities. I'm also calling on Congress to eliminate sub-minimum wage provisions that too often keep people with disabilities from getting good jobs with a fair wage. I want every person with a disability out there to know that I'll continue fighting for an America that's built for you, where people with disabilities like anyone else can thrive and succeed. I want to thank you to AAPD for your work and your partnerships. So enjoy the evening. Enjoy the evening. God bless you all. Rebecca Coakley, Ford Foundation. It is a pleasure to be here with all of you tonight celebrating the American Association of People with Disabilities annual gala. It is an even greater pleasure and honor to follow President Joseph Biden. The first time I attended the AAPD gala was in 2002 when Sarah Triano and Claudia Gordon received their Hearn Awards. Two absolutely incredible colleagues and friends who have continued to carry on this work and to drive change for future generations. And I'm here with all of you tonight to recognize the leadership of Nor Pervez and Elijah Armstrong, setting a new path for the next generation of disco leaders. Four years ago, after the election, I made the comment at a national disability rights conference, the beacons are lit, Gondor calls for aid. And an LGBT community activist and ally in the back of the room stood up on a chair and yelled back, and Rohan will respond. In all honesty, there is no better descriptor for why that we have lost so many over the last several years, and even more now through the pandemic, that we are still here today. The disability community is here because we are strong, we are strategic, and we show up. We saved the ACA in 2017, and without missing a beat, came back the next year in 2018 to save the Americans with Disabilities Act. We showed up at the Women's March, at the Families Belong Together actions to stop family separation, and acted in solidarity to support the movements for Black lives and to stop Asian hate. Disabled women held it down these last few years, running for office, running organizations, and running the tables on policies and priorities intended to protect the rights that we have and to bolster the programs that our community depends on for its survival. We built alliances with organized labor, with parent and family-led organizations, with progressive policymakers, and now with philanthropy which I am so incredibly proud to work on every day at the Ford Foundation. I wanna give a special shout out to the women of Congress, Senators Gillibrand, Warren, and Duckworth, Representative Porter, and tonight's honoree, my big sister, Representative Ayanna Presley. You've all worked alongside us to set a new table, one so much more inclusive of those closest to the pain. You've listened to us and you've treated us as partners in this work. And for that, we are eternally grateful. Here's to the ongoing growth and success of the American Association of People with Disabilities in 2021, and to finally being in a room together, cutting a rug in 2022. Congrats. Leah Katz Hernandez using American Sign Language. Good evening. I want to first express my sincere thanks to Jonathan Capehart for joining us tonight as our MC for AAPD's Vision 2021 Gala. 
Jonathan, I know you're incredibly busy and it means the world to us that you have chosen to be here with us tonight. I'm proud to be here with all of you. AAPD will always have a special place in my heart, not only as a current board member, but as a former intern at AAPD's summer internship program. I have firsthand understanding of how important it is to support future leaders of our movement. Tonight is made possible because of your support and because of allies like Valerie who understand that disability rights are a core component of the broader civil rights movement as we look toward the future. One of those allies is none other than Valerie Jarrett, president of the Barack Obama Foundation, someone with whom I've had the great honor of working with and learning from during my time in the White House. Valerie, you continue to do so much for so many different communities by working tirelessly for inclusion and equality for all Americans. Tonight is a nationwide convening of community members from all walks of life with different perspectives and experiences that exemplify the rich diversity within the disability community. Tonight also gives us an opportunity to highlight and honor community members as they fight for disability rights. Join me in welcoming my good friend and esteemed ally, Valerie Jarrett. seated by a window in a blue jacket. Good evening. Thank you so much, Leah, for that wonderful introduction and everything that you have done to fight for disability rights from your time in the White House to your current leadership, leadership position on the board of AAPD. I appreciate you and I know what an advocate you have been and I'm honored to be here with you and to have the chance to introduce uh, my dear friend, Maria Towns. I have had the privilege of knowing Maria since our days in the White House, where she was the Senior Associate Director of the Office of Public Engagement, responsible for outreach to the disability community and a strong advocate for disability rights. And I know in this position as President and CEO, particularly as we look forward to plan uh, the ADA's future and how to strengthen this very important act, that there could be no better person in the driver's seat than Maria. So I want to congratulate you, Maria, and tell you how honored I am to be here. Leah, thank you for your leadership. And now I'll turn it over to the president and CEO of AAPD, Maria Town. She wears a white blouse seated thank in a you, white Valerie, room. Thank you, Valerie, for that kind introduction. I'm so grateful for our time together as colleagues and as friends. Your example and mentorship have helped me find and refine my voice as a leader. Good evening again, everyone, and thank you all for joining us at, for the American Association of People with Disabilities Leadership Awards Gala. We have already heard some incredible remarks. Thank you, President Biden, for being here tonight. We look forward to our continued work with your administration to build back better, build back better infrastructure from our schools to our caregiving and support system. Thanks to Rebecca Coakley for your remarks and for working to deepen the Ford Foundation's commitment to the disability community. I want to congratulate all of our awardees, to our Hearn awardees, our Image awardees, our Capital Champions, our Democracy Champion, our Corporate Leader, and our allies. Thank you. 
Individually, you each lead phenomenal work to advance disability rights and to grow the economic and political power of the disability community. Collectively, you all represent the many tactics we must use to create a more inclusive nation and world. Tonight, you will all hear how AAPD is promoting the development of young disability rights leaders, supporting authentic disability representation in the media, advocating for systemic policy change, enhancing corporate diversity efforts, and much more. I'm really excited for what's in store tonight, and I want to thank Jonathan Capehart for being our MC and taking us through this robust program. So much has changed since we last came together. In the year since our last gala, we have weathered a devastating, deadly pandemic. The impacts of COVID have not been surprising to the disability community, far from it. COVID has taken the cracks in our systems and turned them into canyons so wide and so deep, everyone is forced to see and recognize them. During this year, disabled people have not only had to fight to maintain our quality of life, we've had to fight for our right to survive. While many in the disability community predicted what was to come, it's still been an uncertain time. As CEO, I found myself wondering, would we be able to execute our core programs, all of which previously had only been done in person? Would we survive financially? I have been encouraged by so many who came forward to support AAPD during this year and provide critical resources at this daunting time. Thanks to you, we not only survived the pandemic as an organization, we worked to meet the pandemic head on. We expanded our presence and increased the depth of our engagement in our existing programs. We got creative and worked with partners to reach, educate, and empower people with disabilities across the country to address healthcare discrimination, register voters with disabilities, and adapt to rapidly evolving technology. We launched new programs and we doubled our efforts to end systemic racism, highlighting the ways that ableism and racism work together to produce discrimination and inequity for disabled people of color. I want to specifically thank AAPD's incredible board who have provided essential support and guidance this year. I also want to thank AAPD staff members who made all of this work possible. Jasmine Bailey, Christine Lau, Lillian Alori, Rashida Singh, Morgan Dunn, and Kevin Ryle. Through our work during this chaotic time, one thing has remained constant, the disability community's resilience. Our community has always had to be resilient. And while tonight is a night of celebration, our community is grieving and our resilience is being tested now more than ever. That is why in our grief, we are more united, resolute and focused on the fight to advance community-based supports, access to healthcare, independent living, and inclusive employment and education for people with disabilities. As we anticipate a post-pandemic reality, AAPD will be committed to ensuring that we do not go back to normal because for us, normal was never enough something that we have understood since our founding 25 years ago. As we build on 25 years of leadership in the disability community, I hope that you will join us now and in 2022 to ensure that the next 25 years is an era of lasting and transformative change. Now, I'm honored to introduce a longtime disability advocate and champion, someone whose leadership of this organization over the past four years has been truly exemplary, AAPD's esteemed board chair, Ted Kennedy Jr. Seated in a light green Thank room. Thank you, Maria Town, our leader at AAPD. 
Maria, you are one of the leading voices in the next generation of disability rights activists. And I know that so many new activists and advocates are here tonight on our call uh, celebrating AAPD. I've been so proud to be the board chair of the American Association of People with Disabilities for the last four years. And thanks to you, AAPD is in our strongest financial position in our organization's history, solidifying our position as one of the leading civil rights organizations dedicated to social reform and equal rights for people with disabilities. As a childhood cancer survivor and amputee, I have dedicated my life to justice, equality, and inclusion of people with disabilities. And as a disability rights lawyer, I have fought in the courtrooms and in legislatures to ensure that our laws are considered civil rights laws to change the perception about disability in our culture, that it is not a person's physical or mental condition that gives rise to disability, but rather the outdated stereotypes and barriers that are created by a society that has historically isolated and devalued people with disabilities. And although much has changed since the signing of the Americans with Disabilities Act over 30 years ago, many problems remain, including the dismal employment landscape for people with disabilities, individuals who are perfectly qualified and overwhelmingly willing to work, but still can't get a job due to bias and misconception. Despite overwhelming evidence that disability inclusion leads to greater business performance and outsized shareholder returns, most people with disabilities still live in a state of profound income inequality. And that is the reason why corporate and shareholder engagement has become a crucial element of the disability rights movement, recognizing that over half of the world's largest economies are actually public companies, placing our corporate sector in a unique role in the creation of a more just and equitable society. So disability equality and inclusion has now emerged as a leading issue in corporate social responsibility and ESG investing. And so tonight, AAPD is officially launching a new initiative, the Disability Advisory Roundtable. This will be a gathering platform for the disability rights community to engage with our corporate leaders. This is Blaze and Access, connecting the community to the disabled world. I'm Blaze Bryant. Let's talk about the Oscars in Crip Camp. While it received a nomination, it did not receive an award. However, there is still a lot of significance, as you'll hear in this clip from a webinar talking about Crip Camp and its significance for disability rights and the community. 
Here are comedians Nina G and Maysoon Zaid. Hello, everybody. Hello, 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 everybody. Hello. Hello. It is great to be here. Hey, Maysoon, how are you? I am uh, so excited for the Oscars tonight. I'm cheering for Crip Camp for Best Documentary. And I'm also cheering for The Present, which is um, a Palestinian movie. But before we get into all of that, Nina, I feel like maybe we should describe ourselves. I'm going to go yes. first. Yeah. All right. So, thank you. Hey, everybody. My name is Mason Zayed. And for those of you who can't see me, I look like the lost Kardashian. I have cinnamon skin, long black hair. I'm wearing age inappropriate, sparkly lipstick. I'm wearing a, um, this that has like pearls all over it and a gold shirt. And I'm styled by Angie, uh, Angie Hassan, in case any of you crippers out there are looking for a stylist, she's amazing. I literally got styled for this. Um, I'm sitting in front of an evil eye because while I love the disco, which is my word for the disability community, I have a big evil eye hanging on the wall behind me to protect me from the jealous ones. From the ones with like internalized ableism. I don't want them to jinx me. I don't want them to jinx Crip Camp. So I have a giant evil eye behind me. And then I have a shelf full of books that I will never read in my life. I'm super excited about that. And the reason I have them here is because my friends gave them to me for free. So I feel like they deserve the publicity. Um, Nina. Can you describe yourself? And then how do you feel about us rating each other's outfits? Oh, yes, that would be awesome. I would I feel love like that'd that. Be fun. Like very Joan Rivers. Like so that's great. Um, so I I am wearing this ensemble. This is a Ann Taylor dress, which should get nice. me kicked off any fashion show whatsoever. Um, I have not been able to fit into this dress in, a, in many, many years, but you would not know that on Zoom. So this is all you're going to see of it. And it is black and silver-ish. And of course, Jim comes from Oakland now. He, he, mm -hmm. he now li lives in Oakland. The, it's the director of Crip Camp and Oakland used to be black and silver used to be Oakland colors, but no, it's not really anymore. And also along with that, I have opera gloves on with a sparkly bracelet and black and silver boa. Um, also, I curled my hair. It's freshly curled. And um, let's see. Oh, and also a rhinestone choker. None of the jewelry cost over 25 bucks. Not even that. So, so um, and also I am an Italian American with very Italian American features and being Italian American, um, we celebrate, you, you know how big a celebration is based on how much cleavage we show. And tonight, it's a very special night because my bosom is gently yet aggressively lifted up to the heavens um, in celebration of this film. And with that, Mason, oh yeah, and then also I'm in my rent-controlled kitchen in 
uh, Oakland, this store, look at that. I try to close it. It doesn't happen. It doesn't. So it's just going to be what it is. And my book, so Stutter Interrupted and Once Upon Accommodation are back here too. Is that Krusty the Clown behind you? No, this is the cupcake from Cabin Boy. And whoever. Oh, cool. Okay, so you understand that? Of course, David Letterman, we're super old. Let's talk to the young people. Are you wearing leopard? Is that black and silver thing leopard? No, it's like a, um, it's like a lace, if you want to get oh, it. Oh, I good. see. Yeah, there's a flower yeah, there. Yes. So I like that you and I are like super inclusive because we're like poor girl, rich girl Oscars. Cause I'm like, I'm wearing her vlogger and I'm styled by Angie and this is like platinum and diamonds and this is like platinum and diamonds. And you're like, I'm wearing $25 worth of stuff because the US government forces disabled people to live in poverty. And I just love that statement for the Oscars. It's, it's like really um, exciting. Which celebrities are you most looking forward to seeing tonight, Nina? Um, I mean, besides Jim and all the Crip Camp folks, um, I really love the actress in the actress from the Barat film. Um, so Maria. Oh, I love her. And yeah. like, I kind of want to do the f fertility dance when we do the dance party. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm always looking forward to seeing Michael B. Jordan. That's the only person I actually want to see. Um, so should we get this like party started? Should we, yeah, we should we should. entertain these fine folks? I think we should. You think we should? Okay. I kind of feel like I'm in those 80s glamour shots. You know how they would do those. See, I feel school. like the boa makes you look like a Muppet. <laughs> no, these are Miss Piggy gloves. Like that Those are is Miss my Piggy. It's Miss Piggy gloves with like Cookie Monster, Cookie Monster goth fur. So like, I like it. It's it's a very good look. And I heard, I heard, rumor has it that after this amazing bit of entertainment we're about to share, you have a big surprise for everyone. Should they should they stay tuned for that? Sure, I'm just gonna change outfits. Like no, you don't give away the surprise. You don't give away the surprise. You're not very good at this. Try harder. I'm kidding. I'm playing with her. Okay, we have some special clips to look back at Crip Camp's wonderful year. And uh also, let me see. I'm gonna read this and pretend like I know what I'm saying and like it's not a Sunday and I'm not nervous about them winning. Oh, have you guys heard, have you all, not guys, because we're being inclusive, have you all heard about Nicole's upcoming project? No, what is that? Nicole is directing one of the greatest disabled talents in the world, me, um, in that? a docu-series called Welcome to the Disco. So you need to, um, to, uh, to look out for that. That's all the time we have. Thanks for listening to Blaze and Access, connecting the community to the disabled world. What do you think? Let me know at facebook.com slash blazinshows. That's B-L-A-I-S-I-N shows. On Twitter at blazinshows. Or email me at blazinshows at gmail.com. 
You can subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts and at my website, blazingshows.com. To quote the late Christopher Reeve, a hero is an ordinary individual who finds the strength to persevere and endure in spite of overwhelming obstacles. Take care of yourself and we'll talk again next week. On Blaze and Access, I'm Blaze Bryant.